We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place exclusive interviews with players coaches and team executives streaming live and always available on demand stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the odyssey app there's a turtle the one turtle that kept escape it's not a turtle it's a tortoise Remember the escape artist tort- tortoise? We did the story a few times last year where it would leave its the sanctuary it lived in. And I thought, how can this thing, a tortoise, get away? Worst and security guards I, ever. I saw the video of Jeremy, the tortoise. Yeah. Jeremy, he is fast. Fast never- for fast or fast for a tortoise? <laughs> just fast. I was like, I mean, not faster than a human, but I always just assumed that they would walk kind of slow. So you might, yeah. not that you, but like to slip out of your gaze. Now I could see how if you walked away for a minute, yeah. he was booking, he went, they had him near patio furniture. He just like ran it over and they like basketballs. That are just a little deflated. But uh, everyone he knows loves that. to play with the basketball. Really? I'm sorry, I, no, I'll go off, but I don't know. No, it's fine. Farmer's dog, and they probably like that food too. Yeah, the uh, uh, the tortoises. I, I would just want to say, I sometimes I do feel for people who say you know animals shouldn't be in zoos because they should run free. I've always felt like turtles, though. That was like an all inclusive resort for them. <laughs> like, there's like they don't have to go far. People bring them stuff. They I you don't know. know. This is a tortoise, and he's pretty large. So somebody I get it. Somebody yeah. uh, mentioned back. I follow the the sanctuary place on the yeah. on Twitter, I believe it is. And somebody said, "Why don't you give him a companion already?" Because He'll stop running away. And the and the woman said, <laughs> you really don't want to breed animals that live for 100 years. You know, find them a companion. The next thing you know, you've got a 100 plus year commitment. We probably <laughs> don't have imagine? time now. <laughs> it's never appropriate, but it's always funny. I was at the Philly Zoo once when two tortoises started to mate. Oh, wow. And I'm not sure if you've ever been witness to this. I'm sure I've seen something similar, but... All it is, is like the, a you know... A piggyback. It's a piggyback. <laughs> it's a piggyback. special piggyback. This is the imitation, okay? And what, the funny part was, people were looking at the animals, and then, like, you know, families were watching, and then slowly, as people started to realize, oh my God, this is happening, yeah. they were shielding their kids' eyes, yeah, other God. people were running over, because this, this is what would happen. Gonna give me a second of silence okay. here. Here we go. <laughs> and then we'd all be like, what? And we'd be like, what's so happening? you not only had to shield their eyes, you had to shield their ears. And then? <laughs> Some people were laughing and others were just mortified. Oh, God. Can you imagine? <laughs> 
What are they doing, Mommy? Oh, dear God. Anyway, it, it I was don't know how we get on Jeremy the Tortoise. I think because of the farmer's dog and people names. Yeah, but anyway, so uh, if you ever get a chance, it, it was the funniest thing I've ever seen and uh, pretty uh, mortifying for some of the parents. <laughs> Too uh, you may find that at the zoo or the circus as well. Yeah. Did you know this? Before we get into the meaty issues of the day, speaking of meaty, Ash Wednesday's coming. Did you know Ash Wednesday and Valentine's Day on the same day? Wow, I did not know that. Johnny Lucas on the same day. So if you're taking your sweetie out to eat for Valentine's Day. Stop off at the church. Is there vegetarian options? Are you only, is it no meat at all? I can't even remember. I grew up with this. John, what's the deal? uh, No meat. No, it's just on Fridays, or is it on Ash Wednesday on as Ash well? We- I thought Wednesday it was too. on Ash Wednesday okay, as yes. well. Okay, so on Ash Wednesday, if you go out to eat, and you're you know, obviously going to honor the no meat thing, I'm going to guess restaurants should possibly have some kind of an, uh, a vegetarian option, right? Or a non-meat uh, option. Fish. That's yeah, usually what it is. Yeah. A fish option. There we go. That's that what, solved it very easily. Well, I was, uh, I was, I think I was doing dishes or something, which is kind of my new thing at home. By the way, I've really taken to that uh, <laughs> sidebar. And uh, my wife said, uh, she said to my kids, well, you can tell it's Lent, guys, because I guess there's an Arby's commercial that ends with, Arby's, we have the fish. <laughs> yeah, so true. it's all, it's out there. There's always. So Valentine's Day is a week away. And so is. Ash Wednesday and Lent begins. And that only thing John knows is no sweets. Right, Johnny Lucas? He always gives up the sweets. And replaces it with celery, right, John? Well, maybe not replace it with celery, but... (laughs) No, you're replacing it with celery. So what do you eat instead of the donut in the morning? What will you use to replace it? Probably nothing extra. No, you're not going to add to anything. Oh, okay. Unsweetened bread, maybe? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Anyhow. Oh, boy. All right. Anyway, that's Wednesday, coming up next That's uh, next week, right? Next, yeah. It's next Wednesday on the same day okay. as Valentine's Day. Okay. Coming up later on this morning, 835, if you'd like to make an appointment, we are going to be speaking with Pennsylvania Governor Josh Shapiro. Big news yesterday, unveiling details of the uh, the budget and pretty much the biggest talking point. I mean, there's a right. lot of important stuff in here. But it's your uh, but, standard, like, you know, more money for schools. It's the what you would expect. But it's about how to fund a lot of these things. Yeah. And he is talking about the importance of legalizing recreational marijuana. And he talks about how much money the state is missing out on because there are states near us that do offer this. And this is money that could obviously be used for a lot of things like education and economic development. So we're going to talk to him at 835, straight from him, and get uh, more about this vision as to what he sees. Now, he can't just snap his fingers and make that happen. He can call for it, but the legislature has to go and do it. And so far, we haven't seen a lot of movement on that front. I saw, and this is saying a lot, one of the stupidest things I've ever seen from someone I'm pretty sure was being serious on uh, X or Twitter last night talking about this, because Shapiro said, like, you know, we're missing out on all this money. We could have it here. And someone said, wow, Shapiro's finally showing his true colors. He only cares about the money. And I was like, are you a moron? 
do you realize how how this works? We need to make money to pay for things. Right. It's like, yeah, well, he should be banning alcohol. To, oh, you're an idiot. This person was, I don't know if they were, I don't know what well, the story here's was. here's the thing. This is the way, this is the, one of the reasons why it took so long for us to get gambling. It's the same thing where people said, yeah. You just want the money. What it blah, blah, blah. Yes. And the point is, when it's all around you and that money is going outside of your state, at that point, why not? Right. Now, I get it if he was saying, if you really, really think he only cared about the money, then you'd say he'd go, legalize all drugs. We'll make all the money. No. I think people understand. You know, there's a, a line to... Draw. Sure, right. Marijuana is a very different thing. So if it was all about the money, he could really come up with a whole bunch of crazy stuff. But marijuana seems to be something. And the numbers are just amazing. I'll find some of the latest polling. Uh, but just in the years that since I started yeah. working in talk radio to now, the majority of people do believe in legalizing marijuana. It's a very different uh, you know, polling number than we would see back in the 90s, say. Yeah, well, when I hear arguments about it, um, the one I actually believe is valid is the, well, how can you test? There's not a good test for people driving. I, I would say this, though, if we treat marijuana like we treat alcohol in the sense that there's regulation and it's sold in certain places and you know the rules, you can't drive and do it. It's like alcohol in the sense of it's not perfect. People are going to make stupid decisions on it. But we're putting all the precautions, you know, putting uh, rules in place to avoid that. So we just have to treat it not like, oh, it's all crazy. Everyone's out doing whatever, you know. Right. Marijuana tends to be something, in my experience, in talking to people who are advocates, more of a laid back kind of thing. He's The example they would say is you don't usually see people at a sporting event smoke marijuana and then get into a fight with another fan. It doesn't usually no, happen. No, that doesn't happen. But you certainly, it will uh, mess with your head if you're, if you're getting inside of a car you shouldn't do and that. driving. Yeah, so I do have issues with just how do you find out someone is driving impaired, which Correct. I guess, look, the one good thing about not being the first one is you can learn from other mistakes yeah. as they fix these things. Um, basically, New York, New Jersey, and Ohio all have legalized adult use marijuana. So yeah. it's all around us. And they believe uh, they could get like $250 million in additional annual revenue. And he also would like to expunge uh, the records of those incarcerated for marijuana. So, uh, but all, what, where would this money go? He talks about, you know, money for public schools. He talks about, um, you know, the state's higher education institutions. Um, there's just a whole bunch of stuff in there that we'll talk with him. We'll get it straight yeah, from him later uh, on. That's a good thing. I, He's I still think a big supporter of the private school voucher program. That is not something that Democrats are right. very much in favor of. So he does still, uh, you know, support, and he reiterated that, the private school voucher program. And that's something Republicans do support and something that is uh, opposed by his own uh, Democrat colleagues. I think uh, so that's, you know, one of those things where he kind of splits off with them. I think the recreational marijuana has a real chance because of the way he's governing. It's not... My way, my way, my way. Here's what I want. You're going to do it. And all this fighting, it's, he's doing a lot of compromise. So this may be something where maybe some people on the other side don't want it, but they're willing to wheel and deal to make it happen. Because, he, again, he's, he's governing from a place in the center. So crazy, isn't it? Well, I mean, he's I modeling mean, it, obviously, after D.C. <laughs> God. 
where everyone compromises. Yeah, this would be something that would have to go right through the legislature. Though sure. that's not something that he could just uh, make happen. So, but he could, they can negotiate deals and stuff. Well, I mean, what negotiate a deal for what? I mean, either they're going to want you know you're going to have to get re- Republicans on sure. board uh, for the the marijuana. So, you know, there's really no halfway there. It's either yeah. are you going to make it legal or you're not. Are you guys support legalizing just recreational marijuana right now? It's medical marijuana. Call it or text. Yeah. Let us know. The same number for the phone call as it is for the text. So you can do either whenever you have time for. That's Florence and the Machine. I mention that only because they are in the news. They are featured on one of Taylor Swift's songs on the new upcoming album. Spoiler alert, I wanted to be surprised by the machine. She put out the entire track list with the picture yeah. the other day after announcing that after that first Grammy win. And uh, another song, she's teaming up with Post Malone. I saw Post Malone uh, post uh, you know, the cover of the album and uh, looking forward to it. So it's kind of cool. I can't wait to hear it. I think it'll be interesting. I'll bet it'll be awesome. <laughs> so let's talk about something that was not so awesome for the House GOP. Uh, look, there's a, a, we can certainly get into what happened here, but what's pretty stunning is the fact that we had a House GOP that brought a vote. This was the one to impeach uh, Alejandro Mayorkas, the uh, Homeland Security Secretary. Right. They brought it to the floor without knowing they'd have the votes. There was no need to do this. They could have put it off. And I think they were surprised by what had happened. Um, what happened was it was pretty embarrassing. Three Republicans joined Democrats in voting against what would have been the second ever impeachment of a cabinet official. It was a 214 to 216 vote. And uh, it came about because of a surprise appearance in the chamber. Democrat from Texas, Representative Al Green, showed up unexpectedly. He recently had surgery. He was wearing hospital scrubs and no socks according to an NBC report. That's pretty unexpected. Like, he didn't even know he was living in the hospital. He was like, wait a minute, I thought I was getting a test done. Next thing I know, I'm in the car. How'd the surgery go? We'll tell you after you vote. Dear Lord in heaven, no. But so he was, you know, wanting to go there. He recently had surgery. Uh, Republicans entered the vote with two expected GOP no votes. They already knew Ken Buck of Colorado and Tom uh, McClintock of California were going to vote no. But then a third house GOP lawmaker, Representative Mike Gallagher, from Wisconsin also voted against impeachment. Uh, So I guess uh, the surprise no vote. Again, they can blame Al Green all they want, but they didn't realize they were going to lose Mike Gallagher. And I guess his no vote prompted several of his colleagues, according to The Hill, uh, to gather around Gallagher for a lengthy conversation before the vote closed. Give me your lunch money. They were like, blah, blah, blah. I'm sure they were assume. freaking out, right? Anyway. Was it um, a mistake? Marjorie Taylor Greene, I guess, was in charge. She was, she was the impeachment manager, I guess, for this. Sure. Uh, they asked her if you know she thought this was a mistake to go forward. <laughs> oh, God. Um, I mean, this is what yeah. she had to say here. No, I don't think it's a miscalculation. You want to know why? I love transparency. And I'm happy that the American people got to see the vote record tonight. I think it's a good thing for our country. And I think that's the right thing because then the American people can get involved. They can make phone calls. They can show up and they can express their wishes, what they want to see their representatives do. 
So no, I don't think it's a failure at all. So well, that uh, sounds very reasonable. It's very reasonable. She also <laughs> talked about this, which is uh, uh, you know explaining just how easy of a, a vote this should have been. Really? Yeah. Uh, this should be a layup impeachment vote. If you were to ask the American people, I tell you what. If we could have the American people have their own voter cards and go in there to vote, they would have easily voted to impeach Mayorkas, and they would easily vote to impeach Biden. Oh, Su- God. Suggesting, I'm guessing, someone to run against her? Yeah. Because that's how you get into do that voting. Uh, look, yeah, it's just, a, look, it sounds like they, they misjudged it. impeachable. You cannot well, like someone's we'll see, conduct. I know they are, but I'm just saying, even the one, uh, you know, they were talking to some of those Republicans, especially the one that, you know, voted no on this, who said, that, you know, we cannot, we can right. say that someone is not doing the job we want them to do, but have we found anything that we could actually impeach him for? Uh, anyway, uh, yes, what happened was while they were there, a procedural thing happened. Um, a Republican from Utah, Blake Moore, he flipped his vote to no seconds before the vote closed. That's a procedural move. It allows the conference now to bring the legislation back to the floor at a later date. And they do believe that House Majority Leader Steve Scalise, right now he's undergoing treatment for cancer. They're saying that he'll be able to attend, you know, in a little bit. So they fully intend uh, to bring it back. Meanwhile, meanwhile, we've got this entire uh, Senate deal that was done on the border. We're going to get into that when we come back because, um, you know, Mitch McConnell wanted this thing. He worked with uh, both sides worked on this. The Senator Lankford, who's a very conservative member of, uh, you know, of the Senate, who a new Republican, who is furious because he said, I got everything you asked for. And now they just don't want to do anything. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Going to talk to uh, Governor Josh Shapiro coming up in about two hours, a little less than that. 35. We'll yeah. be talking with him about his budget uh, plans, his vision, and a lot of it rests on legalizing recreational marijuana. So we'll certainly uh, talk more about that and get your thoughts throughout the morning. You can text or call 570-883-0098. Right now we're at uh, 20 degrees, clear skies, getting up to 45 today. Um, warming up for this weekend. Yep. The downtown Scranton Ice Festival is going on. You might have heard Brian mention that in the news. Um, it should be a nice weekend, but again, it's that warm weather. Remember Clark Summit had theirs two weekends ago. Makes Mild the ice shiny. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, but um, it it's going to be nice. So there's just a big top, under the big top theme circus themes. So nice. That should be really cool. All right. Senate uh, Republican leader Mitch McConnell lost a significant battle 
uh, to former President Trump and his supporters. It's the collapse of the bipartisan border bill. So his uh, control of this conference is increasingly on difficult ground. They, people who were there say that Republicans went behind closed doors. Mitch McConnell, one of them. Yeah. There are reports there was yelling going on and such. And then McConnell came out and basically said this thing is dead. President Biden, though, yesterday... He was really uh, pushing for this thing. He held a national, I guess, address sometime yeah, in the afternoon. He said, like, look, hey, we worked this out with uh, Langford. This, we gave everybody what they wanted, and uh, it's not going to work. And this shouldn't be a surprise to many people, but he told you why it was going to fail. All indications are this bill won't even move forward to the Senate floor. Why? A simple reason. Donald Trump. Because Donald Trump thinks it's bad for him politically. Therefore, he doesn't even know it helps the, the, the country. He's not for it. He'd rather weaponize this issue than actually solve it. So for the last 24 hours, he's done nothing, I'm told, but reach out to Republicans in the House and the Senate and threaten them and try to intimidate them to vote against this proposal. Mm, I mean, this, it, is, it, it would be bad for Trump for, from a campaign strategy. Well, why? Because I mean, it's a big thing for him. <laughs> I'm not saying it's right for the country, but look, I don't know why they can't just admit that. This could very simply be that when this thing gets passed, and if it were, which now looks very unlikely, he could sit there and say it was us putting pressure he could. Instead, it looks worse because with Donald Trump, it's all about him and it's never about you. By the way, a big endorsement of the border deal came from the Border Patrol Union. This is a union that had been closely aligned with former President Donald Trump. And so the Border Patrol Union is saying, we like this deal. They say it will codify into law authorities that the U.S. Border Patrol agents never had in the past. And again, when we mention Lankford, Senator James Lankford from Oklahoma is a very conservative member of the Republican Party. And he is a Republican senator, a very conservative one, who was tasked to go and do the very things that are in this bill. And this is not a bill that a lot of Democrats are happy about. This is something that both sides are complaining about, which usually means you've progressed somewhat. Um, however, it is a step in the right direction. Because they're both getting something they want. Yes. And, and something this, that's needed. But it's come down now to one man, one man who is going to stand be- be- between this and actually making progress. By the way, our own uh, Democratic Senator John Fetterman had a very blunt message to the lawmakers, the GOP lawmakers opposing the Senate bill. Yeah, well, I've said this before. It's like it's time for the GOP to get their balls out of Trump's desk and stand for border security because they've been yelling for it for months. And that's where I'm at with it. Do their job. <laughs> Is there something you'd like to see done? If it- yeah, he doesn't really get into anything after that. He was, I think he was running. It looked like he was outside running. And that's why you hear the wind. Fine, you caught me. I'll answer uh, your questions. There. But he said to get their balls out of uh, Trump's desk. So there you go. He's, uh, he's doubled down on his very blunt talk. You're right in the sense of, you know, I, I think... If Trump has that to campaign on, it's good for him to say, look, they haven't done anything. But when No, it doesn't work when you try to do something. It may still work for him. But I'm just I'm just saying they could easily go. No, we doesn't. put pressure on them for three years and look, we finally got something. That's what we, I'm yeah, I'm, I'm giving you credit for that. That's actually the other side of this that I don't think they're looking into. And I think uh, well, it's just it, because he just wants there to be chaos, chaos surrounding. 
We're going to have Governor Josh Shapiro on with us 835 this morning. We're going to talk about that budget, which was unveiled yesterday. And a lot of it rests on uh, raising money through legalizing recreational marijuana. But there's a whole bunch of other stuff. More money for schools, uh, continuing his support of that voucher system yeah. you know, for schools. Uh, we'll get into that and more with him later on. Again, 835 this morning, the Governor Josh Shapiro with us. All right. This is a very... Very, very big deal. If you like sports, and I think also maybe if you don't want to keep paying for sports, because some of you, when you get these, uh, whether it's cable or satellite, um, some of the biggest cost increases seem to always come from sports. ESPN, Fox, and Warner Brothers are said to be putting together a juggernaut sports streaming app. And basically what they want to do is offer all of the major, you know, um, professional leagues, right? Yeah. All of the coverage. And they would split the profits, each one with one-third ownership. And so basically what it means is ESPN, ESPN2, uh, ESPNU, SEC, ACC, ESPN News, ABC, Fox, Fox Sports 1 and 2, BTN, TNT, TBS, True TV. The new service would air games from the NFL, Major League Baseball, National Basketball Association, the Hockey League, along with NASCAR, PGA uh, Tour Golf, Grand Slam Tennis, and more. Uh, Disney Plus, Hulu, and Max users will also get the option to bundle the new service. I'm a little nervous about that because now I feel like my price is going to go even up higher. Well. <clears throat> it seems a little crazy. But anyway, they're trying to, what are what's the more information? We're still trying to get more of that. But... Yeah, look, I, I, uh, it reminds me of something. When I was growing up, there were commercials all over free television, early 80s, like late 70s, early 80s, for something, I think it was based out of Long Island, called WHT. Okay. And it was a movie channel. That was it. The advertising worked on me as a kid and my dad. I remember having this conversation, laying in bed with him, and he's like, well, we could do that, or we could do what's called cable TV which puts everything on all together in right, one, right. which seems very similar. You could go to a specialty thing and get ESPN, or you can get this. So basically, it reminds me of like how they want to bundle all this together. Well, it makes sense it, because it's so fractured right now. It, it is because you don't know where to go and when. Now, smart TVs have made it kind of cool in the sense of like, you just say, hey, I want to watch blank, and you put in Penn State, and it says, here it is. Here's where you can watch it. That's helpful. What I, I, I'm waiting to see. It sounds great, and the convenience of it is nice. And again, this goes back to me being a pro wrestling fan. There are a lot of small little wrestling companies around the country. Think of it like different sports leagues. There's a couple different streaming sites where you can pay $12 a month and get access to all of them. Mm -hmm. There's other ones where it's they're all there, but then you have to pay per event. Mm -hmm. That would be troubling, because then, yeah. sure, you'd have a one, it'd be the one-stop shop, but you'd have to pay for everything. Yeah, so, so you're so you're going to be paying. I mean, if if you're someone yeah. who just likes, um, I could see this would work for someone who maybe just likes to have like a Netflix or an Amazon right. Prime, so you can watch movies. And if you really love sports, you could have those two, and you're not paying for the others. I think it's great for people who don't like sports at all because perhaps they'll have an option where they can just get everything but sports sure. and not pay for it. Here's the only issue: is Amazon Prime still has that Thursday night football game, right? Um, um, is that a part? Apple TV Plus has Major League Soccer season pass. Uh, so you've got to wonder how you're still going to fit it all in. Um, and how much? So then they have blackouts that still have to be honored. So they have to figure yeah. that out here for regional blackouts as well. Um, but 
This would be interesting. I think it would be pretty darn expensive. That's my thing. When we hear, <laughs> concerned well, it'll be pretty expensive. We all kind of all live in this. Most of us live in this mindset still, where you go, "Oh, it's a great new app. You get everything." And you think back to those days where you just you paid a low price and you got so much. Mm-hmm. They're starting to realize people are going to pay because they are used to it. And I've heard a lot of people, myself included, slowly are going, "Hey, I cut the cord. I saved a hundred dollars a month. Well, they, I added this, and I'm saving eighty dollars a month." And it's 50. And at yeah. what point? At what it's point? It's going to not be, the, it's not going to be a cheaper alternative anymore. Sure. This could be uh, amazing. It, it sounds to me like it, you know, it could be, but when they say we're going to split the money, that means they realize yeah. there's money to be made. <laughs> it certainly is. And, and it may be yeah. so much stuff. Again, not everybody who likes the NFL is going to want to watch baseball or tennis. or yeah. So it, it would be interesting if they would allow you to fine-tune which ones you want, like a true a la carte. But it sounds more like, let's just put it all together, and that's uh, what you're going to get. I hope I'm wrong. I was wrong when I first... I remember reading a story when it first came out, the uh, uh, Google, whatever it's called, like the Fire Stick version for Google, whatever that's called. Oh, you, is that... Google Chrome, Chrome Stick. Chrome Stick. Yeah. When that first came out, it was described as, you plug it in, you have access. I'm like, yeah, well, I already have that with other things. As it turns out, that was really easy for a lot of people. Plug and play was really easy and helped some a lot of people. Some TVs work better with some. Yeah. So, you know, this could be something that on paper it's scary, but when we get the details, we go, actually, that makes it easier. Right. I mean, who knows? Who we knows? shall find out. But it is a, a joint venture that they are looking at. If there's a concert I wish I had gone to, I forget who they, I think it was Breaking Benjamin and Bush. Yeah. I was like, ah, who cares? My, I my heard daughter they were went. great. They were so good. Bush, specifically. Oh, yeah. my God. My, my daughter went and she was like, Mom, that was fabulous. That was like, it was stunning. She went there mainly for who, Breaking Benjamin. I think it's who it was, yeah. And she loves them. She thought, yeah. but she was blown away by Bush. Blown away. Yeah. <laughs> so great. 6.58 at WILK. So I missed we out have, on We one. have great concerts. We really do around here. We're very lucky. All right, let's talk a little bit about a story in the Times later uh, today. Councilman uh, Tony Burks. He, met, he brought this up, uh, was, uh, you know, upset about... Uh, something that he says is junking up the city, and it's about signs. And we're not talking, you know, your usual advertising signs that, you know, people pay for, billboards and other things. Um, These are the ones where uh, they're just uh, crudely written or, you know, just put together, and then people put them on utility poles, telephone poles, We buy cars, we buy houses. Yeah, like he brought some in, cash for diabetics, test strips, sensors, and more, and it has a phone number, and then there's another one, and, you know, he just said these are popping up all over the place these are the, he said this is one of my biggest pet peeves in the city these signs are everywhere they're junking up the city they're visual pollution making the city look horrible I'd love to see them removed um, says uh, the the surface is also that they are over you know covering often left looking worse once the signs are down they say you know then you have poles that are just covered in staples and uh, he said this this sign itself had 10 staples in it you know that's what he was pointing to so there is an ordinance in place to prohibit that stuff that's what the city attorney said but it's difficult to enforce unless they actually see the people right. putting them up um, so anyway he was asking uh, people there and also anybody else and it's in the paper today to uh, make sure you uh, contact the sign owners directly. So look, all of them have a phone number on them usually. Right. I, he goes, I encourage people to call these numbers and say, I'm not going to buy from you. Remove the sign. You're junking up my neighborhood. That would be interesting. Just everybody calling to say. Yeah, I mean, this I, sucks. I personally get nervous 
and it gives me like weird anxiety to see someone's like, you know, call Leo. Leo will buy your home in cash today. You're like, that seems very quick. I get nervous with that. Or people who will be like, we'll beat our competitions. Like, are you legit though? Are you going to come over and steal from me? I don't know who these people are. Well, the point is. uh, He's right though. It does look bad. Why don't they, meaning the city though, if they do have an attorney, why don't they have anybody contacting these people and telling them or sending them yeah. A letter that what's, says cease and desist from putting these signs up. What's really funny is I, I've seen this for a while. And look, there, I think the reason that no one does anything is because it really is not that big of a deal. It's not like it's not a game changer, yeah, but it's it's, it's, it's it is ugly. It, it yeah, is ugly. Exactly. I've never once thought, hey, you could just call these people and say, don't put up your signs. The number's <laughs> right there. This is why I'm not in office. I don't know why it's, the city also just doesn't do something about it and says, whoever's putting these up for you, stop them. I'm guessing you it's know. probably bigger priorities. But yeah, I guess see it, take it down. Yeah. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.